contemplate the workings of the inner being. Your eyes are wide open, but are you really seeing? Mentor in the mirror. Mentor in the mirror. Are you ready for this? You ready for this? Are you ready for are this? Are you ready for shine, this? Shine, 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 Yep, this is how we are all the time. You're welcome. All of you are welcome. Very welcome. Welcome to Mentor in the Mirror. I am Ta. My name is Cole, and we're Ta Cole. Yes, we are. <laughs> so here's the deal. Something we're starting to infuse into the show is real life integrating so and holding space and you're going to see more what we're talking about or you're at least going to hear more if you want to see more you're going to have to pop over to youtube and subscribe to our channel okay so all of these interviews are they're not interviews these are transformational experiences yeah so when people come to see us for our monthly gatherings and a lot of the workshops we or do any of our intensives we actually work with them on actually seeing themselves on a very very deep very visceral basis uh, in a way that they may not have had an opportunity to see themselves we ask questions that people may not normally ask uh, because of political correctness, because of restrictions of therapeutic relationships. Not and that wanting type to of hurt stuff. their feelings. And, or... Yeah. And so we don't hold back when we ask questions and we, we observe a person's body language, their breathing patterns, their, their, their tonality of their voice so that we can actually look into what's going on with them. So this is a, a huge part of the stuff that we do, a very small part, but, but it is a huge part at the same time. Yeah, and what we realized is that's, that is really our superpower is being in connection to other people to be that reflection, to be that mirror for them. We are the mirror for that individual. So when someone is sharing their experiences, we're asking clarity questions, you know, for them to help identify what is their truth and what have they been told or what have they been conditioned or what are the constructs they're ascribed to unconsciously, subconsciously. So the, because until we have awareness to those, you cannot change some of the habits that support the mindset. Um, yeah. Just things that might be in the way. Yeah. And <laughs> since we're utilizing this podcasting platform, what we've decided to do is on a monthly basis, we're going to have a gathering at our house and we're going to offer kind of uh, shorter sessions for, for people to experience what, what it is that we do. Our workshops are usually a day, you know, maybe 16, 16 hours, hours, 16 minimum. hours long and one day. And our, our, uh, our retreats go two or three days. Of, well, up to 14, depending on what we're doing. Yeah, right. Yeah. But our, our shorter ones go two days. And this is the amount of time it takes us to really get into a person's situation. I mean, the truth is what you can uncover in someone and when they consent to allow you to ask questions. Because a lot of us are asked questions all the time, but no one has asked our permission to enter into some more vulnerable places within our own subconscious. Areas that as individuals, we block out our, ourselves from. And having someone recognize how it may be showing up somatically or in your body when we ask a question can be an indication that you're holding on to something in your body. Or maybe we notice you put your hand on your stomach, right? There's something that just shifted in your body. So what you're going to hear in these interviews is today's first episode I'm really excited about. Even though it's only between 30 and 45 minutes that we do these sessions, it's amazing 
what you will learn in self-reflection. And if you have the chance to go watch the videos on YouTube, they'll be up tomorrow, which is Monday the, what is the date? I don't even know. Uh, The 14th 14th. is Monday. Mm -hmm. Then we'll have the first video up because to hear it is powerful to witness someone being seen in a room full of people in our living room of our house is incredible. And your own self-reflection that will come as a result of hearing these interviews. You'll be nodding your head at times. You'll be crying at times. This is the real authentic connection that we live on. We love this shit. Like this is really powerful work and we can't wait to illuminate that more for you in case you can't come work with us. You'll still start to be able to ask yourself these questions. So we're looking forward to you and your feedback. Please don't forget to listen like, rate, rate, review, review, subscribe, and download and share. Share with all of your friends. Ah, 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 <laughs> yes, and if you're ever in the Austin area and you want to attend one of the live tapings, go over to mentorinthemirrorpodcast.com and get your name on the email list because we will blast out to people on the email list when the live events are. Not only the retreats and the day retreats, but also the monthly recordings. Maybe you'd like to come and see one. They're just 20 to $25 to attend. We only allow or we only bring in allow. I, the, bleh, the word allow is oh, so wow. gross. <laughs> I know. We only create space for 20 or 22 to make sure it's still comfortable. Again, this is in our home. We would love to have you there. We would love to, you know, break bread with you or chips with you. Everyone knows you come to our house to get chips. give you a hug. Lots of hugs. hugs. So if you're not a hugger, it might not be your jam or your jelly or your peanut butter. And if you are a hugger, it is definitely your jam. Then it's definitely your, your jam. Jelly hugs all around and really saying, cool people. So we would love to hear what, if you listen to this episode and you're like, wow, I learned this about myself. This is really powerful or a realization. Take a screenshot. Tag us on Instagram at TalkHole or hit us on Facebook and tag us TalkHole. Let us know what your biggest takeaway was. And if you leave a review, screenshot that, send us a picture or tag us so that we can thank you personally. And just before we hop into the episode, I want to jump in to one testimonial because I said last time we were going to add it. And I'm really grateful we had someone post to say, expect tears. Real talk, raw and full of love. Listen to the podcast if you're about authenticity, intimacy, and loving yourself to the fullest. Thank you so much, Alberto, for the review on iTunes. So hit us up. Let us know that you posted a review. We'd love to share it. And we already, with five episodes, are at like 25 reviews, which is super cool. It's awesome. I'm pumped about that. So with no further ado, we're going into today's episode, which was a live recording from our house this past Saturday, yesterday, (laughs) because we're recording this, right? It is this past Saturday. That was yesterday. And we're really excited for what you can get out of this process as well. So if you didn't already know, we launched a new podcast called Mentor in the Mirror. And what mentor in the mirror means for us is that you have everything that you need. If you'll ask yourself the questions in the mirror, your truths, what actually resonates for you. And quite often we're looking for the answers out there. We're looking for the money out there. We're looking for the success out there. And until we start to ask ourselves these questions, we rarely find the answer. We keep trying on different realities or different truths like outfits and none of them really fit 
So what the goal is of this podcast is to bring self-reflection. So as we bring people up, um, what we're actually looking is to help you or whoever comes up to get to their truth, not to inject our truth. It's asking questions. And it might be questions you've never been asked before. And it may be questions that maybe you have been asked and you haven't wanted to answer. If you're not in a place in your life that you love and that it's exactly where you want it to be, then usually the questions you're avoiding are the ones that need answering. So that's our intention. And that's what we are looking to um, start to share the experience because we know that just by witnessing someone else find their truth is inspiring. Just by seeing what it looks like in someone's body when they actually take on their truth or take off the conditioning that they've been given, the difference is visceral. And you can see it and you can feel it and you can sense it. And to be in this space, as one person shifts, we all shift. And I love social media and I love what it affords us. It's not the same as being in a room. Because the parts of us that will shift tonight for the person we talk to, for us, for you, is a monumental moment because that's the shift in the trajectory. And every shift in trajectory is getting you in the direction you want to be moving versus what you're being moved in. And our greatest, um, from, from what we've seen in our experience, one of our greatest abilities is to see how someone's societal or family or religious constructs are showing up in their body. It doesn't mean we're trying to get rid of the constructs. It means what we're doing is to have people be unhooked by the constructs so they're not being manipulated to perform. They're not being shamed or guilted to perform. They're making an active choice to still participate in something without being controlled by it. That way you can actually see what you want to move into and what you want to move away from. Because that is an individual person's game. And the more that we start to realize that we're all doing the best that we can, and even if we know that intellectually, when you start to recognize how constructs are showing up in other people, you realize that the people are not the constructs. And then you can forgive, and you can let go, and you can not internalize it the same because you realize it's not the person doing it to you. It's their conditioning. And that the person removed from the conditioning is probably someone you really would enjoy and love. You're so beautiful. <clears throat> so we're actually looking to help people understand what self-empowerment is from a real, real visceral body standpoint. And we are walking around in a society full of people who are governed by what the world says they should do, how the world says they should perform, how much money they should have, where they should live, what they should eat, and how they should feel. And we are looking to empower people or get people to empower themselves because I can't empower you. You have to empower yourself. I can show you how I empower myself and that may inspire you. So we encourage everyone to not only look in the mirror in your bathroom or in your purse or in your living room, but in the mirror that's across from you in another person because that's the greatest mirror. We are all reflections of, our, of each other. So when we see something that makes us angry in someone else, what, what is that triggering within me? When we see something that makes us joyous about, you know, somebody makes me feel amazing. Oh man, I, I love being around this person. They make me feel amazing. They're showing me 
how I feel amazing about myself. Everything is a reflection. And so when we are meeting, meeting ourselves in the mirror, we are actually looking at other people as well. We're all in the mirror. And so we encourage you to really start to expand your ideas of language, expand your ideas of the things around you, expand your idea of what a mirror is, and actually seeing that we are not separate from one another. We are truly one whole earth, one whole planet, and we are functioning in, in different parts, different perspectives. So when we can bring all those perspectives, those individual perspectives together, that's where our true power is. When we can honor the perspective of each and, in, and every individual person and bring that to the surface so that we can operate together in cohesion, not beating each other down or pushing each other away, but actually be cohesive. That's where the magic is on this planet. If you were to hold the bed sheet up, right? One person on this side and one person on that side. And you would have 20 people in the room and one person blew into the sheet. The sheet wouldn't move. But if you got all 20 people to blow into that sheet at the same time, it would start to flap. And then what if everybody turned to the side? You could get it to do this. And then what if everybody blew back and forth? You could get it to make waves. And that's how we can do this on our planet. By utilizing those individual perspectives all together, that's where our empowerment is. Okay, you can't build a rocket ship by yourself. It takes a team to build a rocket ship, right? And when we build a rocket ship, we can fly away and we can come back. We can do whatever we want. We can be empowered together. And so that's what we're looking to do with Mentor in the Mirror is to be able to see if you need help, can you ask yourself, man, I need help. What do I do? What, do, you know, should I ask this person or should I ask this person? Body starts to tingle. Go with that person. Should I go here? Should I go here? body starts to tingle go that way start to listen to what your body says when you talk to yourself in the mirror that's what we're looking to do is to get you to empower yourself are you living with the people that you want to be living with are you loving yourself do you like your house do you like your career are you in love with every aspect of your life are you having fun that's where your creativity lies and fun can you find that stuff so it's all in the mirror and we welcome you here and we're so grateful to have you all with us today as we dive into this uh, new expression of what we're doing with our business and what we're doing with uh, the way we treat each other and the way we, we are looking to expand this into a way that people can take what we do. You know, the, there's a lot of people in this room that have worked with us and they see how we work with people and the expansions that they've had. There are people in this room that have had some major jumps since they've worked with us. We want you to be able to take that and infuse this into your kids, infuse this into your neighbors, infuse this into your friends, your spouses, your family members. Show them how to be empowered as an individual so they don't have to lean, but they can if they need to, if they want to. And you can come together and it's not, oh God, I've got to do this for my mom. It's like, fuck yeah, man. I want to do this for you, mommy. Let's go. Okay, so let's let's you know let's start to shift this planet, and let's be, let's be let's be hardcore about it. Let's be open about it. Let's be honest about it. Let's be real. So that's what we're here to do. Yes. And even just taking a moment, look around the room at who said yes to coming. I think that it's amazing because we have all different ages, tons of different backgrounds tons of different life experiences and the fact that everyone's like I don't really know what it is sounds good recording a podcast sure I'll come and sometimes it's when the body says yes there's <coughs> something that says yes I should be there I don't know why but I want to go that is what we're here to help you attune in yourself when the body says yes and when the body says no because when the body says no the reason doesn't even matter no is no 
and the gut instinct is what we're really looking to reconnect with because that is your guiding compass. That's what guides you to the places that are in alignment for you and away from danger, whether it's emotional, physical, spiritual, your body does know. And so that's part of what you're going to start to attune to through other people. So um, please feel free to use whatever language you need when you're up here talking with us. Um, there is nothing that's off the table. Um, everything about you is welcome here. Your tears are welcome here. Your anger is welcome here. Just please don't break our shit up. Or just pay for it if you break it. And don't hurt, any, and don't hurt anybody, okay? Um, we, your, your anger, your sadness, your joy, your fears, they're all welcome here. Okay, so please allow yourself to be if you're going to come up here and sit with us. And if, if you're not being, allow us to, to draw some stuff out of you if we need to. Okay, um, we, we love you and we are not here to get you. We are here to help you open yourself up. Cool? Awesome. So to kick it off, we're going to start with our good friend, Rahul. Rahul? Swing on in, brother. Hi. Hi, Rahul. How are you? I'm nervous as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So there's no need to wait. What do you need right now? I need to be seen. By who? By myself, by my truth that I don't allow myself to see. How do you know you're not seeing it? I keep distracting myself and I'm scared of it. What is it? I can't get to it. And how do you know you're not there? I don't feel it. Then what is it? What's missing? What's the feeling that you're looking for? Connection. What, is, what does connection feel like in your body? Just complete alignment um, in my body that feels like in my heart, um, buzzing in my heart, um, and in my sacral, as well as in my root. What makes you feel that way? Joy. What makes joy? Just when I'm fully expressing freely. When's the last time you felt like you were expressing freely? It comes and goes, that freedom of expression. Um, it depends on the company, and that could be a clue. Um, when I feel safe to express freely, uh, then I'm in utter joy. I, I just, I'm smiling, I'm I'm feeling free, I'm giving hugs, um, I'm just loving on people, loving on everything, right? Okay. Feel, feel into that, okay? So you started to smile, you started to loosen up in your shoulders. Mm -hmm. Cole asked you, when was the last time, and you went off into a tangent, mm. when was the last time that you felt that way? 
The last time was well. The one that I recall is when I was here the last time. Okay. When you came to our group. Yeah. Okay. When was the time before that? When. I'm having even trouble accessing it. Okay. Is it something you feel like you get to access often and you lose as often as you access or that you rarely get to access it at all? I access it often and then I forget about it really fast. And then, um, yeah, then I have to come back to normal mode of operation. Normal for who? Normal for I guess my Who I think other people want me to be who is that? The nice guy do you want to be the nice guy not anymore, okay, who do you want to be I want to be me. What does that look like? Powerful, loving, aligned, connected, joyful, free. What are the three things that are in your way right now that are stopping you from being powerful, connected, and free? Money for one. Um, other people's opinion of me again like that seems to be really important um, and then just allowing myself to receive that I don't know if that makes sense. None. It all makes sense. So what what about money is in the way? I feel like if I like I don't have enough money to express freely. To express what? Like I have to um have a certain level of income, a certain level of wealth, um and I have to earn that before I can be freely expressive. Where does that idea come from? That I haven't earned it, I don't deserve it. That idea comes from my conditioning. From? That I haven't struggled enough to deserve my dad, yeah. Your dad? Mm-hmm. Mm. How's your relationship with your dad right now? strained hmm. I can't be free to express even though I've tried um, I feel that that's that's um, I, I don't fit into the construct he has of an ideal son hmm. and you think money would change that 
know. So then does money bring freedom? I feel myself going into my head with this. Um, it's okay. Anything that you say gives us direction. Okay. So the more freely you express, mm. the more you get to experience freedom. Hmm. Can you ask me the question again, Cole? Yes. Would money change that dynamic and give you freedom? If you had a million dollars, could you freely express in front of your father because you had a million dollars? Yes. How so? I will feel like I've earned his respect and the fact that I'm choosing to go in different direction than what he envisioned for my life and proving that that way works too. So money is the winning part. I suppose, yeah. Okay. Is your father financially successful? Yeah. Okay. So is financial success winning for him? To a large extent, since he came from poverty. Sure. Is he happy? No. Is your idea of success having money and being unhappy? No. What is your idea of success? Having money and being happy. Mm -hmm. Having money to prove to your dad that you're successful? So would, that you can be happy? Would that make you happy? Actually, no. What would make you happy? Just being me. Do you think that your father wants you to just be you? No. What does he want you to be? He wants me to be... He wants me to be a version of, of me. Do you want to be that version? No. Okay. What are you going to decide? That I'm going to be me. What does that look like? Just freely expressing without worrying about judgment. What does it look like right now? Are you you right now? No. Could you be you right this moment? This you that you're talking about, the freely expressing you, without the money, without your dad, could you do that right this moment? It's hard. That doesn't answer the question though. Could you do it? I could. I could. What's stopping you? That it's hard? Yeah. How many hard things have you been through in your life? <sighs> Too many. Yeah, you're still here. Yeah. Yeah. Is making a million dollars going to be hard? Yeah. You've already determined that. It doesn't have to be, does it? No, it doesn't. Okay. You see where I'm going with that? Yeah. Okay. There's an, there's an old paradigm that I used to follow, and mm -hmm. everything had to be difficult. It's not mm -hmm. the truth. 
Or that you had to earn it. Mm -hmm. To deserve it. I just want I just wanted to bring that into your awareness. Thank you. Okay, yeah. Sure. Yeah. So now you want to be easy and free. Yeah. Yeah. So the idea that your money has to be hard goes against that paradigm. You see where this clashes? Mm-hmm. Okay. I just want to bring that to your awareness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a story. A guy goes to the dentist. The dentist, he had to get a, te- a tooth pulled. The, do- the dentist pulls his tooth, bills him a few hundred dollars, and he said, how come you charge me a few hundred dollars for something that took you two minutes? And he said, well, I could have taken an hour. There's this idea mm-hmm. that we need to suffer and struggle to deserve money. And it comes after the Industrial Revolution. Mm-hmm. That especially parents that are immigrants or that have come from poverty mm-hmm. or were here during the Great Depression have an idea that there's not enough mm-hmm. and that it's laborious and really challenging to survive, which means to have abundance must be 10 times harder mm-hmm. than survival. So it's not of anyone's fault it is a conditioning that's carried on even though it's not necessary anymore to still fear for not having anything to eat for anyone in this room right now none of us will go hungry Mm -hmm. and none of us will go homeless and i can say that because looking at you i would never let you go hungry and i would never let you go home success or money or whatever, what is the feeling if you had all of it and you looked around your life and you had everything that you say you want, what would it feel like in your body to have it? Can you close your eyes and imagine? if your dad walked in the room, Raul, and put his arms around you and said, you did it. I'm so proud of you. I know I doubted you sometimes because I couldn't see. I was scared. I struggled. I didn't want you to struggle, son. Now I can see. Thank you for showing me. have to show him he can't see you just have to trust that he can't see and it's okay he will see and you'll show him another way but he won't be able to believe it beforehand Mm -hmm. he has to see and in all of those moments that you doubt yourself just remind yourself it's because he can't see And it can be easy, or it can at least be simple, even if it's not always easy. The resistance that comes up in your body is the construct of difficulty, that it must be difficult to be worth it, Mm. to earn play by working hard enough that it's time to go play. You're an adult now, only you give permission when it's time to play. No one else is here making that decision for you anymore. 
and it's challenging for everyone involved when you first start to work opposite of conditioning mm -hmm. because it makes them uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. They want you to be safe. They want you to be protected. They want you to be able to take care of your family. And you are. Fear is the killer of joy. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm afraid I'm going to fail. Have yeah. you failed before? Sorry. Yeah. So what difference would it make to just start again? What if it's all part of acquiring the tools and the skills you need to get to where you're going? I'm starting to see it that way more. <clears throat> and do yeah. you have the resources in people to stand by you if you should fail? People who believe in you, people who won't put you down, people who won't shame you, people who will be in your corner. Do you have that? Have you created that for yourself? I've always been that for others, but I honestly, I, I don't think I've created that for myself. Are you sure? Maybe I just never asked myself that. I'm asking you now. Are you sure you haven't started creating that? I have. Yeah. I mean, that's what it looks like to me. And I invite you to see this as a resource. Mm. We've worked together already with this stuff. This is a resource that you're creating. You brought yourself here. You sent me a message immediately and said, can I come? Can I sit with you? Mm. You did that. Yeah. You didn't leave it to chance. You didn't wait and see, well, I'll see when we get there. You said, if I can throw my hat in, please, I would like to. Mm. So I said, okay. That's all you, Rahul. Several months ago, you hit me up and you were like, yo, I don't know what to do. Call me up. I said, let's, let's make some time today. Right? And we sat down and we talked. Mm. Yeah. Right? And I was like, yo, I got a spot left in this group, which just happened to miraculously open. And I was like, come, and you came. Mm. You had some pretty big openings at that group. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I didn't call you up and be like, yo, Raul, what's up, man? You called me mm -hmm. when you needed help. So this is crafting support for you, no? Yeah. Okay, so you are. Mm -hmm. and, and it starts here, and there's a room full of people here that I'm sure would support you. And the people that were at that group, I'm sure would still support you. And this is how you do it, with that courage to step outside of the paradigms that you know already mm -hmm. and create your own paradigms and your own constructs that function for you and the people around you in a way that support you. 
And so when you're looking at a construct like the relationship between you and your dad, which is a familial <laughs> construct, which is mm -hmm. a construct of family, those are the most difficult to move away from. It mm -hmm. actually can cause us physical distress, which is part of probably what you're feeling. Mm. is a physical distress in your body. When you think about not pleasing your dad, I had a tremendous amount of that around not pleasing my mom, and it still comes up. Mm -hmm. And I believe we talked about this before. I have a tremendous strain on my body. I can describe it to you to the letter. When my mother calls, uh, when, when I have conversations with my mother, I can describe the distress that happens in my body. And moving away from not pleasing my mother, making sure that everything that I do is pleasing her, caused me a tremendous amount of physical strain. Mm. And as I got myself into an environment with Cole and other people and other friends that I could speak my truth around, my nervous system started to calm down. And as my nervous system started to calm down, I could actually repattern and reprogram myself around how I want to interact with my mother. And my mother's nervous system starts to tune into mine. Mm. And so she starts to calm down and she starts to open up into an ability to be able to see me. Because when her familial construct is overriding her logic and reason, she can't hear me at all. Right. So I have to get my body to calm down, to get her body to calm down, so that she can actually see me. Mm -hmm. And once she can actually see me, her logic can come online and work with mine so that she can understand that what I'm doing is functional for me and it's my brand of success, not hers, not her parents' brand of success, or whoever else came before them. Does that make sense? Yeah. So this is, this is how I've gotten my body to actually tune in to what I want and what I desire mm. and what I'm creating and have a fallback person and the partner that I've chosen to be with, the friends, I have many in this room that I can fall back on. That guy over there, that guy over there, that guy over there. There's so many people in this room that I can fall back on. That guy over there. Mm, definitely. Right? I know I can come to you. Yep. Right? This is the family that I create. And so when my nervous system calms down, I can actually talk to my mother in a much calmer way that allows her to relax so that she can actually hear me, mm -hmm. and she actually see me, and she can perceive me, and she can I can help fortify her as she moves through the discomfort of the constructs that she has around how I should perform mm. start to melt away. Mm. And then she can create a new idea of how she wants to see me in a way that I choose. Yeah. And it takes some time. You didn't get this way overnight. You know? Mm-hmm. And are you celebrating the things that are different instead of looking at what is the same or what's not changing? Because you're very familiar with what's the same. Mm -hmm. Are you getting the same familiarity with what is different? No. So let's name some of the things that are different now that are moving your life in the direction that you want it to go. Whether it's people or places or commitments or whatever. Mm. Thank you, yeah. Um, definitely a lot of new people, heart-centered, non-judgmental, very loving, very accepting. Um, shifting from a debt-based um, um, functioning of, uh, I guess, daily uh, paying the bills and all that from, from debt to now actually having uh, some new sources of income coming in um, in a way that 
I would not have expected. Um, taking action from inspiration and impulse from the body. Um, being able to shift my state of being when I realize that I'm not aligned or connected, having the awareness that that's where I am and being able to shift that. Um, yeah, several things like that. Yeah. So if we reflect back mm -hmm. to what you said you needed, what you said you want, to have this financial abundance and more stability and the things that you named earlier. Mm. If you're already making money now, not out of debt, are you not halfway there? Yeah. Because once the hardest part is getting in green, Rahul. Yeah. And even that is only a perspective and a perception. It's not real. What's the difference in a bank account in zeros and how it feels on you? If bills are paid, if you have clothing and food, maybe you want a different house or some other material things. But as far as the feeling, you're not allowing the feeling to shift with you. Right. You're still remembering the feeling of deficit. Mm -hmm. So starting a daily practice of what's different, not what's the same. Yeah. To identify where the shifts are, because until you identify it, the the things that are moving in the direction that you want, mm -hmm. the mind will always fix on the past mm -hmm. or fear what's happened in the past in the future. Right. The what ifs. Yep. Because you failed. What if I fail? Well, you have before and you made it back. Mm. It's never the same because you have different tools, different resources, more people to lean on. Mm -hmm. You have everything that you need to get whatever financial abundance you want. Mm. And people in your family and your father may not understand your process. Your mantra could be something like, they don't, they're unable to see, mm -hmm. and that's okay. I'm going to love them from their perspective and love them anyway, and show them what unconditional love looks like. It has nothing to do with financial abundance. Mm -hmm. I'm going to love you in spite of what you think might be quote-unquote wrong with me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There were times with my parents that they were really concerned. I didn't graduate from high school. I didn't go to college. You know, I was in a coma from a drug overdose by 17. My parents were afraid for me. For me to even survive, let alone have a successful business experience. Mm -hmm. As I stepped into setting my life up the way that I wanted it, the thing that made all the difference was to say, Mommy, I love you, and I know it doesn't make sense, and that's okay. I'm going to love you regardless of how upset you might be with me mm -hmm. to show you what unconditional love looks like. Yeah. Because our parents only have their own experience of love and their conditioning. Mm -hmm. So it's understanding that he's not going to get it until his perception gets met. Mm -hmm. That might not even happen the way that he imagines. Right. At the end of the day, how do you feel in your experience? Because those zeros aren't going to change it. 
People end up coming to us because they've made their millions. They lose it all again. They make millions. They lose it all again. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, Rahul, the only difference between someone with no money or in debt and someone with millions of dollars is one's crying on a marble floor and the other's crying on porcelain mm. in the bathroom. <laughs> what is really fulfilling for you in your life right now? My boys. Do you think your boys care how many zeros are in your bank account? No. If you had no money in your bank account, could you still go have fun with the boys? <laughs> yeah. You've done it, right? Yeah. Where is your father now, Ron? Uh, here in Houston. Mm. You see him often? Mm, maybe once every couple months. Do your do your boys get to see your father? Yeah. Yeah. How do they feel about him? They have fun with him. How do they feel about him with you? Mm. Well, they tend to like be with me a lot more. What I'm asking yeah. is how do they see your relationship with your father? Have you ever asked them? No. Okay. I'm going to invite you mm -hmm. to ask your kids, ask your boys what they think your relationship is with your father. Mm. They'll be able to give you some insight on what they see oh. because they're watching how you interact with your dad. Right. They'll be able to sniff out fear, insecurity, anger. They'll be mm -hmm. able to sniff all that stuff out. And then they'll wonder if this is my dad's relationship with his father. Maybe my relationship is supposed to be the same way. Mm. And it will create a construct around that. So be, I, I invite you to be mindful. Yeah, thank around, you. Yeah, I invite you to be mindful of how your boys are watching you. Yeah. Okay, it's really important we pattern ourselves after our parents or the people that guard us that we're most proximal to. Mm -hmm. So I invite you to ask them. Kids have a grand amount of insight. Mm -hmm. And we've, had, we've done work with a lot of people around parents in situations like that. And they've gone back and asked their children what they think. Mm -hmm. and there are people in this room that have gone back and asked their kids what they thought mm -hmm. about the situation. And they've got a great amount of insight around, this, around mm -hmm. the situation. So I invite you to, to, to take a look into that. Um, we, we, as people, tend to take for granted the relationship we have for children because we put ourselves on a pedestal as the parent and the kid is the understudy. This, their perspective doesn't matter as much because they don't know as much, but mm. we could never share their perspective. They have their own perspective. And this is what we're talking about with being in the mirror, is being able to honor your perspective and the perspective of another reflection of you. Those kids are your reflection. Mm -hmm. Their perspective may give you a grand amount of insight into how you're performing with your dad. Yeah. Okay. So I just want you to know that. And mm -hmm. if you're crafting a new situation, a new paradigm of how your family operates yeah. with your kids, this might be a great opportunity for you to move into a space where your kids can actually mentor you mm. into how you want to behave I, I have i have a person that hit me up the other day and was like you know um i asked my kid do you think mommy's happy and my kid just laughed and said nope and i, I waited a few minutes and i asked again do you think mommy's happy nope and it opened up a whole world of how she saw herself 
around her children and how mm. her children saw her and what she wanted her kids to see as far as relationships are concerned, as far as interactions with other human beings are concerned. So that happiness that you have with your kids can be jarred by your interaction with your dad. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, I just want to invite you to bring that into your awareness. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So moving forward, mm-hmm. a daily practice of what's different. Mm-hmm. You have to start to retrain your brain, your mind, because your mind releases the hormones to support the old ideas, which mm-hmm. make you feel in deficit. Your body's been trained this way. You have to untrain. You must unlearn what you have learned. That's my own understanding. (laughs) (laughs) Because your body actually gets in the habit of releasing certain feelings and hormones to support the old ideas. Right. So even as the ideas are changing, you have to teach your body what's different Mm -hmm. and the new ways to function, which takes time to repattern the physiology. Mm -hmm. But if you'll start identifying on a daily basis what's different, Mm-hmm. Not just gratitude. What is what is different in your external landscape? Right. Then you'll start to believe it. Yeah. And, you know, belief is awesome. When it's accompanied by a feeling, it's even more awesome. Mm. And when you start to make yourself aware of the feelings that you're having in your body when you're thinking about things, you can see how they're coupled. Your mind's intelligence and your body's intelligence don't work the same way. The mind drifts into the future, drifts into the past, it goes into outer space, it goes in the middle of the planet, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. Your body is always right here, right now. Mm. What are you feeling? What are the feelings attached to the thoughts that you have? Can you uncouple them and put them with new feelings? Right? If your feeling around money is a feeling of struggle Mm -hmm. and and hardship and all of this stuff, there's a feeling in your body that you've coupled with that. Can you uncouple that feeling, that feeling, the tension that you have? And move it into ease and move your definition of money, your concept of money into a body sensation of ease. Money will come. Money is, you are money. Mm. Everything that you create is you. The stuff that you put in your fingers or in your bank (laughs) account, that is all a byproduct of what you are and how you deliver it. You can make it hard if you want to. Mm. Your body will reflect that. You can make it easy if you want to. Your body will reflect that as well. You've got to uncouple the old stuff. Mm-hmm. And couple the stuff that you want. And this is an active creation of your body in your process, creating your body into the process. When you go to the gym, you don't just go and start, you know, lifting, you know, deadlifting 500 pounds. You got to start really low and you build your body into it. It's the mm-hmm. same thing with your ideas. You build your body into your ideas. And when you build a body of ease into stuff, your body changes. The shape of your body changes. The food that you eat changes. The way you drink water, the way you breathe changes. All of this changes. And when you start to understand your physiology in congruence with your ideology, that's where the magic starts to happen. Mm. Okay, so I invite you to start really considering your body as a huge factor in getting the things that you want to connect with in life and following your feelings, the actual sensations, not just, I feel confused. What does confusion actually feel like? Is there a tension in your body? Do you feel sweaty? Are mm-hmm. you blinking your eyes? Are you feeling itchy? Are you lifting your shoulder? What's going on with you? And being able to track that mm-hmm. and saying, I don't want to feel like this anymore. What I want to feel like <laughs> with this is this. And actually moving yourself into a place where you're uncomfortable until you start to settle into it. And when you start to settle into it, your body will change. It's the same thing with exercise. It's really tough at first, and then Mm -hmm. your body starts to change, and it settles into it. It's the same thing with everything. Your body has to make a habit. 
So when you reprogram, it's coming from awareness. And that's the thing that us as humans, we have the ability to take awareness and craft our bodies around the awareness. And you can be aware of sitting on a couch and craft your body into a couch potato if you want to. This is something that people do all the time from an unaware standpoint. But if you wanted to, you could. Um, Have you ever seen a movie called The Machinist? No. With uh, the guy that played Batman. Christian Bale. This guy, I don't know how he did this, man. He completely turned into a skeleton for this role. He was aware of what he was doing. And so to be able to craft your body into the awareness of this role, is a watch that movie. Just... I invite you to, to, to watch it. It's a miracle of what this guy did to his body for this role. But it's also, it, it will give you a, a very extreme idea of what I'm talking about with crafting your body into a role or crafting your body into something. Mm. Okay, so I, I, it's something that I invite you to check out. Okay. Even just take time to write down what it feels like to feel alive. <laughs> like that. Breaking shit up. <laughs> <clears throat> so... The feeling of abundance is a Mm. feeling. Mm. It's not a dollar amount. Mm -hmm. So when you're having an amazing day, you feel amazing. Yeah. You can feel it in your body, right? That connected, that creativity. Write down everything you ate and drank. Write down who you were around. Mm. You'll start to find formulas that support your hormone release for what you want to expand experience-wise. If you have a shitty day and you look back at what you ate, drank, and who you hung out with, Try the opposite of that and see how it goes. Right. Because there is so much that is hormones. And mm-hmm. it's not here. But because we feel a certain thing, we go, wow, what's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. I was so happy yesterday. Whatever. Start looking for the formulas. Mm-hmm. The, when those formulas get into place for you, the money will follow. Yeah. When you're not chasing it anymore. When you're not looking for happiness out there. When you're not looking for the money out there. Right. Money comes to you when you feel abundant. Because your creativity is online, because it attracts the people to help you get what you want and what you need. It's not ever the how, it's mm. the who. Mm. And if you're not open for connection, you won't find them. Mm. Well, that was one of my, one of the things that I desired, right? When we started talking, is connection. You have a whole room full of it. Yep. So if at any point you're not feeling connected, it is a choice. Thank you. Yeah. Are you complete for now, Rahul? With so much gratitude and appreciation for both of you. Yes. We love you. Love you, bro. Love you too. Yeah, man.